Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland Breeders' number one supporter. Welcome to the Darling Download on SEN Track. Hello and welcome to the Darling Download on this Saturday morning. Uh, I tell you what, we've got a big weekend of racing. We've got uh, seven races up the range tonight at uh, Toowoomba. Good meeting. We will have tips for that. We're going to have a chat to Paul Nolan, who is a great trainer up there at Toowoomba, and he's got a couple of nice runners tonight. We have a good chat to Talia Fenlon on this week's show. Of course, we're going to catch up with Jonathan, Jonathan Davies uh, from Aquas, the tipping superstar, and my offsider, Chris Nelson, as I welcome him. Chris, I welcome to the Darling Download. Great to have you back this week. I know you've been uh, around the place on holidays and I believe you're still not back in Brisbane, though. One day you'll get back here. Uh, yes. Uh, well, Taggart was ripping me uh, this week, saying that um, uh, I'm always on holidays, which I don't think that's entirely him? fair. But I'll tell you, I am uh, at time of recording. I am in uh, Peter Lafferty's uh, lounge room, uh, doing the Darling Downlow and, uh, in Warrnambool. And uh, I have been down here for the Melbourne Cup Tour. We went to uh, Port Ferry last night. There was a great function on it uh, at Port Ferry down at the wharf. And well done to Wally Sheehan and Damien Gleeson, the Port Ferry Cricket Club. It was, uh, it was just such a good event, Chris. And Nick Williams, uh, shout out to Nick. Thanks for, for coming down and... and uh, uh, he was one of the guest speakers. He spoke so well and uh, just, just uh, it was just so good, such a good vibe to the night. And, and that's what the Melbourne Cup does, Chris, doesn't it? Uh, look, I know this show is based uh, on Toowoomba Racing, the Darling Download, but overall uh, the Melbourne Cup is so important to, to horse racing. And I must say, um, being just in Warrnambool for the last couple of days and then making the trip to, to Port Ferry last night. And and I had uh, uh, the Prince of Penzance's Melbourne Cup along with Dad's Melbourne Cup, his Golden Slipper and Caulfield Cup. And just going to a few different places and having those cup, the, the cups with you, people are just drawn to the, to the Melbourne Cup. You know, it is one of the most recognised trophies in in around the world, I would say, even uh, not only Australia, and and it's um, when people can get close to it and they want to hold it, they want to get a selfie with it, with it, they want to talk about exactly. uh, the the great race, and and that's such a fantastic thing. And I I must say, for somebody that has been involved in horse racing all his life, um, it's only this experience in the last couple of days, getting around with with the Melbourne Cup and walking into a few different places. Um, we went into Laff is a, a agri business manager at the National Bank in Warrnambool, and and we we took the Melbourne Cup Prince of Penzance Melbourne Cup uh, into the bank and out the back. There's all the staff there. They went nuts over it, and I was just like, gee, you know, this this is uh, it's. It has a real effect on people, and and it's it's such a great thing, and that's that's it's alive and it, well, Sam. That's it to see that to see that that uh, that Melbourne Cup trophy can do that. It's uh, oh, it's it's so good, and you know it's uh, well, it's full steam ahead. We're not that far off to to seeing Vauban go bang in the Melbourne Cup, Chris. Owen. Yeah, and 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 good to see the Victoria Racing Club and Racing Victoria, whoever is involved there putting this sort of thing on and then doing the Melbourne Cup tour as they do. 
uh, which heads overseas at times and all throughout Australia. I mean, that's what we need. That's what we need to promote racing. It's very important, and, and I know it was uh, the Melbourne Cup went to a couple of schools in there in Port Ferry, went to a school, and, and I think it went to the hospital, and it was, uh, it was so popular, and just seeing the pictures on social media, and now with social media, this stuff can, this, this information and, and experiences and footage can get out so quickly and get running, and, and you know, it's... Uh, I, Seeing 180 people there last night, all eyes focused on Nick Williams and listening to to what he was talking about. That you know, Lloyd, Lloyd and Nick, they've, they've won seven Melbourne Cups. It's yeah. it's like unbelievable. Imagine walking into the lounge room and you got seven Melbourne Cups sit, sitting up on the mantelpiece. Yeah, all right, wouldn't it? I'm, I'm pleased to hear you say there. It went to a couple of schools. That's good to hear. It's so important, isn't it? Uh, yep. It's because that you know, it's we we need the younger generation to to. It's it's not about the punt for them, and and nor should it be. It's about no. the the horses and the sport and the experience and and what fun and joy it can bring. And I think yeah, that that's that's a great thing. Uh, I think uh, no good things and good things, and I and I think um, we're in for a big spring carnival, Chris. Well, we already are, we're already underway, and we've had some great racing in both Melbourne and Sydney, and it's only going to get better from from here on in. Next week's an absolute cracker, of course. We've got the Caulfield Guineas, and that's always a great day. Always a great. It's always my favourite day at the races, Sammy. The Caulfield Guineas. Yeah, it is. It is a good day, and and the, you know the crowds are, are back in Melbourne, and uh, good atmospheres, and you can see it just even watching it on the TV. You you can. Uh, you can feel that spring is in the air. It is so good. Well, on that note, uh, let's get our first break out of the way. We will come back on the other side, chat to Paul Nolan. Uh, he's got a couple of runners tonight and might get a bit of footy chat in there also, Chris. Beautiful. Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland breeders' number one supporter. You're listening to the Darling Download on SEN Track. Welcome back to the Darling Download and on this Saturday morning we're going to have our first guest who is on the line, Paul Nolan and Chris O. He's one of our favourite trainers on the Darling Download, Paul Nolan. And Paul, welcome. He is. Thank you, Sam. He's one of our favourites. Stable's been in good... Stable's been in good form of late, and I think we should touch on, uh, firstly, just touch on the big success with uh, what Wheatwood Day and Toowoomba Cup Day was. It was, uh, it looked like, gee, it looked like a, a, a great atmosphere at, at the track, and uh, the town really get behind their, their their big feature race day. Yeah, definitely, Sam. No, um, it all, everyone all seemed to have a great day out. Um, we got a big crowd. Um, the lawn and everything looked fairly packed and the function sold out in record time. So um, it was uh, and great work by John, our track manager, John Rutherford. Served up the track looking beautiful. And, um, yeah, we got the good class horses there and, um, and a great day's racing was had by all, I think. Well done yeah. to Lizzie and all the team too because those... Days to cater for you know crowds of four and a half thousand people are uh, bloody hard work you know so um there was plenty of alcohol and drink and food and that so everyone seemed to have a good day. 
yeah. Well done to everybody concerned. I couldn't agree more. But all of that's very positive, Paul. But I can tell you what, it was a hell of a hard day to find a winner. I didn't. I think I found a one. <laughs> didn't help me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Chris, it was a hard day to um, find a winner. I think a few multis probably went belly up with Yellow Brick getting those yes. out. So um, I, um, I was on steady ready in the first, so I didn't... Um, start my day off too well either so yeah it wasn't it wasn't a, it wasn't an easy day really to find too many winners lucky for a couple down south so would have been uh steady ready would have been okay if it was a quarter horse race would have been uh, home and home <laughs> yeah yeah well i think he i think he ran poor bugger ran ten and a half one of the splits going up the yeah. hill and you just can't do that um no they're not they're not motor cars you don't just hit no. the accelerator and go but um yeah no anyway i I, I think he'll um, he'll he'll be better again another time when he's um, just held up a little bit more maybe you know so just um, look the the the, uh, to, the the Toowoomba star is is um, yeah go on sorry I was just going to say a great result for Tony Gollan though Paul he's been trying to win that race oh, for a, a heck of a long time hasn't he outstanding Chris I'm so happy for him. Um, he went to school with my younger brother, Dan, at St Mary's here, like we all did. And um, oh, he, between him and his dad, Daryl, they would have been trying to win that Wheatwood for probably 30 years. I think they might have had Rocket Express, might have run a place to Tiny's Finito in about 91 or 92. So, um, And I reckon they probably ran a placing with Catalo and a few others, and then Tony's run placing. So I know what that would mean to him, um, particularly to honour his dad. Yeah. And um, yeah, gee, that was a um, that was a that was a great result. I couldn't have been happier with that. So he's tried for a long time to win it. So it's always good to see someone finally do it. Yeah, I can yeah I can really tell uh, just in the way you spoke there, Paul. That um, it it mean obviously would have meant so much to, to Tony, but just uh, for people that that are from Toowoomba and and know. Uh, the Golan family, and as you know, know the uh, like you've just said the the history. Um, to to see him finally win that race, and um, you know Tony Golan's winning races all over the place. He's he's the state's leading trainer, and um, yeah, he wins races for fun. But that one was just so much more special, wasn't it? For sure, Sam. That's right. You know, he would have won races. Well, he won the Magic Millions earlier in the year. They'd be worth a lot more than the Wheatwood, but. You can't put a dollar value on that. Um, it's, his, it's his original hometown, and being finally able to do it, like it's 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 waiting a long time. Sometimes that makes it extra special when you finally do it. Because as we all know, it's not an easy game, and you've got to be ultra patient at times. So, yeah, no, I reckon that would have um, not so much the money wise, but just finally winning a wheat would would have would have meant a bloody lot to him. Yeah, and he, uh, he he didn't go and party and that, that night because Paddy Welsh said he saw him at uh, the Broncos game on the Saturday night after the races. So he must have caught the stable <laughs> chopper from the track to the uh, back to Brisbane and then off to the Broncos. So there you go. Yeah, I don't know what was going on there, Chris. I, I thought he was for sure, but um, I, I I couldn't find him. But congrats to him in person. I texted him. And it seemed like he um, got out of there pretty quick after the Wheatwood. But oh look. Knowing goal, he'd have, he'd have made up for it at another time. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I'm sure he wouldn't have gone dry that night. And just just on that, Paul, uh, being a, a Queenslander yourself and uh, it's last week's uh, football results in both codes was uh, 
you know, as as much as uh, it was disappointing to to uh, get beaten, uh, gee, both teams were were amazing for Brisbane, weren't they? Oh, certainly, Sam. How exciting was it that Brisbane had two teams in it? And gee, with a slice of luck, more for each side. You know, they didn't get beaten by far. Gee, they could have won both, and wouldn't that have been a big thing for Brisbane to win both the AFL and the Rugby League? You know, so I, I felt so sorry for the Broncos because just a couple of you know, silly mistakes sort of probably cost them, you know, and Pen- Penrith were just too experienced on the grand final stage. But, um, yeah, no, geez, it was uh, it was great to see them both there and they they certainly had a red-hot crack at it and were, were unlucky, probably both of them, to get beaten. Yeah, they needed to uh, iron out Nathan Cleary early on. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, too um, good, that bloke. he's very hard to beat. You've got, you've got to admire the bloke. He didn't panic. Oh. Cool heads under pressure and just said, oh, no, we're still a chance here and um, pulled, it, pulled it out of the hat, didn't he? So him and his, oh. he would have got that from his dad. His dad seemed like that as a player as well. So, um, yeah, they're um, good, good luck to them. You know, they've, they've won three in a row. It's a bloody long time, I think, since the Eels, maybe in the early 1980s since that's happened. So, yeah, well done. Well, I can tell you, I, I don't know, uh, well, I don't know, uh, a lot about AFL, really, other than to watch it and cheer for the Blues. But but um, rugby league, I know less about. But uh, I sat in Ben Wright's uh, front yard and and watched it on the big screen. And uh, Nathan Grubby Day's brothers. And uh, anyway, I'm going to say, with 12 minutes to go, I said, uh, oh, "You're home, Ben. You're home. Broncos are home." And he goes. I'm telling you, Samuel, this this Penrith, they can they can do it. And I'm going, oh, I'll turn it up. It was amazing that that last ten minutes, wasn't it? Yep. It was, Sam. Yeah, like you couldn't forgive anyone for thinking, gee, that you know we're home here. That's a handy lead in the grand final with ten minutes to go. But um, I, I wasn't going to say it either because you didn't want to put the mock on them. I nearly texted one of my aunties, and I'm who's who's just a real Broncos tragic auntie Annie and. Um, I'm bloody glad I didn't because at least I have, can't be blamed for putting the mock on them. So, but um, yeah, no, uh, that, it, it uh, yeah. Look, it was a sad result for Broncos, but hopefully they can um, get a similar team next year. They're fit and healthy, and maybe go one better next year. Yeah, it's hard. It's um, difficult for to win four straight. I mean, that that is very very difficult. And the Broncos look as though they've got the sort of team that can be you know up there for a few more years yet. The window, just similar to the Brisbane Lions, the window is open. Probably more so the Brisbane Lions, but they've got a lot of, a lot of good young players and even others that haven't even played too many games as yet coming through. Yeah, so you hope hope they can hang on to them. Chris, I suppose the biggest thing is the salary caps and things like that. They're a nightmare to manage, you know. But yeah, as you say. They've got a good, both good young teams. Hopefully they can hang on to a fair, um, fair amount of them and going forward. Back to the ponies and Paul, this, the stable's been in, uh, in really good form. Horses are going great. Thanks, Sam. Yeah, we kicked off the season uh, well with a, with a um, double up here. Um, yeah, it sort of steadied on a bit in the last couple, but they, we always just try and race competitively. Sadly, they're, they're horses that you've just got to wait till you're well-placed and everything goes your way and that to win with. But, no, it was a good way to kick off the season. We try and be fairly consistent throughout the season, but that's always easier said than done. You just have your, you have your good patches and you have your low patches. But, 
um, sadly, that's just the way it is, and you've got to ride it out and keep looking forward. So, Race one tonight, you saddle up. It's a mistake. Drawn a good gate. Les Tilly on board. And, uh, well, when Bubba makes uh, makes the trip uh, to Toowoomba, well, he's based there now. I think he lives there. He's living in Toowoomba now. So uh, he'll be doing a bit he, more riding, is, uh, I would imagine, on Saturday nights. Yeah, yeah, him and Alex live here now, Sam. So, yeah, hopefully he might concentrate uh, on Toowoomba and that. So, yeah, no, it's good to, good to have him on. He's riding a bit of work and that, so it's great. Um, yeah, hopefully that fella can um, run well again. He's always really good uh, first up. Um, so we just tried to space his runs and keep him as fresh as possible to try and mimic that. Um, he's just in a much... Harder race, obviously, in a class three against Dr. TK and Quackery and horses like that than his class one first up. But, you know, he also does drop a bit in weight, so hopefully he can run well again. Uh, race number four, Paul, you've got Drop the Pilot going around. Again, Bubba Tilly to ride. Just an awkward gait. Yeah, I'm not too so much worried about the gait. Chris, um, he, he normally gets back anyway. Um, but God, he's a frustrating horse to train. Um, I think he needs a psychiatrist, not a trainer. Um, he's, he's bloody hard to catch him on his day when he's, when everything goes right. So, um, yeah, no, look, and his record suggests that. I think he's won three out of 22 or something. You don't get a record like that with <laughs> for, for no reason. So, um, but look, it's his favourite track and distance where he always, he has pretty good stats at the Toowoomba Mile. So... Hopefully, um, he can run well. Um, we scratched him last week from Eagle Farm because it was going to be too firm for him. So, hopefully, a little bit uh, softer surface in Toowoomba and back to his favourite track and distance, he can run well. But um, oh, he won He won a race there last prep over a mile. And he dead set joined in on the turn and won by about five and a half lengths. <laughs> and goes, wow, where's he been? And I said... You you tell me and we'll both know. I've I've got no idea where the hell that came from. So um, it was lovely to watch at the time, but then he was back to sort of normal old pilot and a few runs after that. So um, yeah. So look, if, if good pilot turns up, he's got to he's got to be competitive in that field. But um, yeah, he's not he's not one I ever rely on too much because there's two of him, sadly. It's it must be so frustrating when you get a horse like that that you know's got loads of ability or you know has the ability there because you see it in in track work and in you know in the in the mannerisms of the horse in the morning when you're training him and you get and but then goes to the races and and you don't know what he's going to throw up and and it's uh, as you say it's uh, it's hard to get into their heads and work out why is it that you mix it up so much. Yeah, yeah, Sam, for sure. Sadly, they can't talk, and all you can go on sometimes is their coat. Dad just always told me they can always talk to you through their coat, but, geez, you know, there's been some times there where he's looked a million dollars in the coat and <laughs> will laugh stuff, for instance, and he, I don't think he tried real hard at all, you know. So, um, yeah, he hasn't... He's looked pretty good. He's laughed. I'm just looking at his thing there on riser there now. He's looked pretty good probably for his last eight runs or whatever, and he's... Seven, nine, six, one win by nearly six lengths, then three, two, five, three, four. So um, it's, sort of, it's not as if all of a sudden that day that he won that he looked any better or felt any better. 
probably just the race was run to suit. Maybe he's a back marker. He likes a fair bit of pressure on there early, you know. But, uh, gee, you know, you'd, um, he'd do your head in if you're expecting him to win every time, sadly. Yeah, well, they're not, as you said earlier on, Paul, they're not machines. That's right, Chris. That's the thing is. And um, all you can, all we can do is get them there fit and happy and looking well and uh, hope for a bit of luck in the run and, and if you get and if it all comes off, well, you might you might get a win, eh? You know, but if not, you got to try again, I suppose. Paul, uh, I, I'm down south uh, for the Melbourne Cup tour at the at the moment, and, uh, and I spoke to to Chris Nelson um, yesterday, obviously about the on the pun about uh, you know the, the Melbourne Cup, how it's it's so recognised everywhere you go and obviously um you know it's it's doing a tour at the moment and and uh it's uh it, it's been through queensland at different parts and I'm, I'm sure over the years it's been to toowoomba but it's it's such a big thing and such a build-up isn't it to the melbourne cup uh, it doesn't matter where you are in australia oh for sure sam it's it's like our national race you know and um i think it's great um my son rory's school Lady Our Lady Lewis still shows the Melbourne Cup and that, you know. Some have the silly idea sometimes not to show it because they're quite ignorant about horse racing, you know. But yeah, we all watched the Melbourne Cup when we were at school. You know, you'd all be sitting around. There'd be a sweep. Like, it's... Um, I, I think it's a it's a great thing for racing and, and I think it's a good thing for kids, you know, to, to open their eyes to it about watching these magnificent animals trying their guts out over two, over two miles, you know? So there's, there's always a story around the Melbourne Cup and the Melbourne Cup winner, isn't there? Like, there is. 100% yeah, right. So well, so well said. And, uh, yeah, you hit the nail on the head there. And it'll... Uh, well, it's uh, it's not too far off now and, and the big build-up is on. Thanks very much, Paul. Uh, best of luck tonight. And thanks for joining us. Thanks, Paul. No worries at all, Sam. Thank you, Chris. Thanks, Sam. There is Paul Nolan and a shout out to Paul's mother, who I know is a loyal listener of the Darling Download. Oh. Uh, yeah, so let's hope uh, Paul, Paul Paul gets a couple of winners tonight. Uh, uh, but he's a good trainer and uh, he's uh, he's always great to chat to. So fantastic. Let's get our a break out of the way and we'll come back on the other side with our next guest. Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland Breeders' number one supporter. You're listening to The Darling Download on SEN Track. Welcome back to The Darling Download. And our next guest, Chris O, is Talia Fenlon, an apprentice who has been riding in ripping form. And uh, I know you're a big fan of Talia Fenlon, aren't you? You're very happy when I told you we're going to get her on this morning. Yeah, because uh, I have text and message we have had talia on i think i had her on one week when you were away sammy and had a good chat to her and uh, i was going to get her on before one of those northern cups but she couldn't make it um she was off riding for a couple of weeks so i'm glad to see she's back riding again because she can ride good stuff talia welcome to the darling down low and uh uh you're still based in brisbane uh how's that been how's your time in brisbane been Hello, thank you for having me. Um, it's been good. Yeah, I've learnt a lot. Um, I'm still with uh, Chris Munts and, yeah, I have good support from him and his um, foreman, Al Russell. 
It's uh, it's pretty pretty good. Uh, well, you know, I'm sure a big change to to uh, come from Rocky and then be based in in Brisbane with a big stable like that, and and you know, being involved with the Chris Munt stable, you know, Muncie's uh, been there and done it at the top level around the world, and uh, just so much knowledge. And then Alan Russell, who was uh, an outstanding jockey himself, and. Uh, He's just, he's just got a, a, a good, relaxed way about him, Al, hasn't he? He's, uh, he's pretty cruisy, but it's, it's, uh, it's a well-oiled ship, the month's stable. Yeah, it is. And, um, yeah, there's a very big team behind it. And, yeah, everyone takes their part and he does well. How long have you uh, been in Brisbane and, and how long are you staying, Talia? Um, I think it's been... Closer to six months now. I did take four weeks off. Um, I had a few things on. I had my appendix taken out and, yeah, had um, a bit of recovery time after that. Uh, and, yeah, I have transferred to Chris to that uh, before I had those four weeks off. So, it's, um, yeah, I've been with him for a while now. Okay. And you enjoying it? You enjoy Brisbane or would you rather be, uh, is, would you rather be in the country or back home? Um, it's a bit different to back home. I mean, it's hard to compare the two of them. I have family back home, whereas here I probably don't have um, that kind of support behind me all the time. But, yeah, no, it's, it's hard to compare at the moment. I, 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 saw, uh, I saw a post on, on uh, Instagram, on social media just recently. Uh, there was a, a, a post of yourself and, and your pop, and it seemed to have... Uh, well, you, you could just see that picture and, and uh, the post itself had a lot of meaning to you. Yeah, yeah. My um, pop passed away a couple months ago now from cancer, so it's been a bit difficult being away from home, but, uh, yeah, it, it's getting better. And what impact did, did that have on, on your riding career and, and you starting out and wanting to go on to be a jockey? What, uh, what was that? Sorry. What what impact did he have on on you? Sort you know taking the taking the choice to to go on and be a jockey. I'm sure he was uh, yeah he he was pretty uh, thrilled that that uh, you started riding and doing so well. Yeah yeah no he was always involved with me my brother and I um with Pony Club he'd always come to the state titles and watch us and then. He uh, had owned a few racehorses. He's always been in the industry, so yeah, he was very proud to see me um, go on and be a jockey. And I'm sure he laid a few bets on me. I probably cost him a bit too, but yeah, it was good. <laughs> um, is that always been your dream? Was that always your dream from the get-go to be a jockey? Uh, no, not really. Actually, while I was still in school, I. I wasn't a big fan of school, so I was riding track work at the time. Um, my brother had drive me for school, so I'd uh, and I kind of wanted a way to get out of school, so I started my certificate three in track work, and yeah, that that gave me excuses to have days off for the races, and yeah, I guess then once you're in stages, don't fall out of it. You found a loophole. Well done. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, it was, uh, it was uh, something that the thought of leaving school for me uh, when I was younger and, and made, the, made the, the 
choice to, to go on and be apprentice and, and leave school and go riding uh, riding horses. It was, uh, well, I just loved the fact that, uh, yeah, I didn't have to go to school anymore. I hated school. Were you a fan of school, Talia? No. No, definitely not. <laughs> Who is? But my brother, my brother, um, he had to finish school, so I was always told I had to finish. I wasn't allowed to drop out. I don't know. As I said, Sammy, who is a fan of school? <laughs> who within your friendship group is a fan? Was a fan of school? There wouldn't be many. <laughs> no. Well, the smart ones. The smart ones always seem yeah. to be. Uh, I said within your friendship have... group. <laughs> <laughs> good call. Good call. Good call. Don't worry, I'm the same. Yeah. It's. <laughs> it's uh, uh, but I, I, I must say that the, the transition from going to school and then going into into horse racing, it's um, yeah, it's it's straight away you're you're into the big bad wide world, aren't you, Talia? And and obviously, um, it's so competitive right from the start. It's so competitive and and pretty tough, I would say initially. Yeah, definitely. Um, I guess having that track work behind it so you know everyone where I learned to ride at Rocky and stuff um, was a big help. You built connections through all that before you started your apprenticeship. So, yeah, it, I had a lot of good support behind me. Now, you've got a uh, few rides uh, over the weekend. Tonight at Toowoomba, Dazzling Flash for the Tony and Matty Sears Stable. Uh, in the same colours as Yellow Brick, uh, the stable star. This has drawn a good gaze and looks well placed in this race. Yeah, good gate. Um, no weight on its back and it should press forward. So. Now, in race two, you're riding Turbo Art and Sammy's very keen on this. Yes, um, it's got the claim off. It's Still a bit wider, but I think it'll, it'll run well. Yeah, looking for a little bit more. Well, there? it's it's just it's just where it, it's it's going to be in the run, isn't it? From that uh, from that draw, because it's a little bit tricky. Um, you know, I mean, you you can have a couple kick up on the inside, and then you're stuck out on a limb. It can be awkward, Talia, can't it? But when, you, especially around Toowoomba, you don't want to be sort of stuck out on a limb and and facing the breeze and sort of chasing around the bend. Yeah, especially over the thousand meters. Um, I'm sure there'll be a few other speed horses in it too. So hopefully we get in. Uh, race number four. Dogs you're riding here. out. Our spider for Paul Edwards. Uh, yeah, he's get well. He wants to get involved, Chris. He wants to get involved <laughs> in the Darling Downline. Who wouldn't? Um, <laughs> our spider. This is another that's uh, drawn a bit tricky, and especially from that mile start. I'm I'm going to say that uh, that mile start at Toowoomba is is uh, well. It's not it's not your best one, is it? You run down to that run down to that hill over that crossing, and yeah, if you can't jump and put yourself in a spot, it can be tricky. Yeah, no, that hill, um, it, it is very different to ride um, to any other track. Um, but I think the horse gets back to it anyway, so hopefully it'll slot in and run a nice day. Uh, now, that was race four you just covered then. It wasn't it race three? So I'm up to race four. Sorry, yeah, that, no, that was, race, that was race four. But you okay. can go with race seven because this horse is... 
Uh, this is what you do with, with uh, Mrs. Nelson, isn't it? Boogie with my baby. <laughs> I won't even go there, Sammy. I will not even go there. But, yeah, race seven, boogie with my baby for Corey and uh, Kylie Geerant. Uh, in the Veterans Cricket Maiden Handicap. You've drawn pretty well there, Talia. Yeah, it has drawn well, and it's got uh, no weight again. So, yeah, see what happens there. But I think it's a wonderful race. You go back to race six, that could be you, Sammy. <laughs> what? Race six, number 14, could be you. Race six, number 14. Sizzle lover. Sizzle lover, I thought it was. Oh, Sizzle Lover, yeah. Oh, I thought it was Sizzle Lover. Yeah, Sizzle Lover. Well, uh, yeah, I don't know that Fitnickers would agree, but uh, anyway, yeah, could be, could be. I've got to take it. I've got to take it. Yep, Natalia, you head to Rocky on Sunday, back up to the hometown, and, uh, well, we we say it all the time on SEN Track and... Uh, it's uh, it's got the longest straight. That what is it? Six hundred meters straight? Is it at Rocky? Yep. Yeah, six hundred. Yeah. But it's amazing how often it favours horses on speed, isn't it? Like you have that big long straight, yet horses don't seem to come from a long way back at Rocky. Yeah, that yeah, you're a hundred percent right. Um, I feel like there's a spot on the track you need to be at the front because if you're not, it's hard to get there by the winning post. Yeah, and if it race if five, it rains, race five, you. I was going to say, if it rains, it's rains. It's even harder to make ground. They seem to. Is it? Yeah, from what I've seen in the watching races at Rocky, it, and Talia would know better than I would, but it always seems to be when it rains, it's even harder to make ground. But that's only my opinion. Talia's not adding anything to that, so maybe she doesn't agree. She's, <laughs> she's giving me nothing. I, she's giving me air. I agree with you. <laughs> Race five at uh, Rocky, you're riding Star Hatton uh, for Trevor Williams, 1,300. Uh, and this horse is at his best. Is about the money? Yeah, um, I've actually won on this horse a few times, once at Mackay and once at Bowen. And its last win at Bowen was pretty impressive. It just, um, yeah, found the gap and ran straight home. Um, hopefully can do it again. Uh, race seven, the class one, 1,200 metres. You're riding Miss Reinhardt for Dennis Schulz. Yeah, it drew a bit awkward on um, barrier 10, but it's got no weight on its back and hopefully can run a cheeky race. And race number eight is Silent Angel, who win after you've just given Chris Nelson the silent treatment. That, that's okay, too. <laughs> For the first time. <laughs> 1,050 metres. Uh, what do you think the Angel can do? Um, I rated it Bowen a few starts back and I thought it needed a drop in distance and it gets that on Sunday. So hopefully it, yeah, will run a nice race. Good stuff. Your best ride for the weekend, Talia? Um, I'd have to go with Star Haddock. Ooh. Star Hatton, right. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's okay. <laughs> that's, that's okay. That's okay. Uh, I think Turbo Art will, will come out on top and, uh, well, better. I, I told everyone on Punter's Mate that we're all about t Turbo Art. I can't change my tip now, Chris. -O. You sure can't. All gone. Talia, thanks very much for joining us and have a ripper weekend.
I will. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Talia. There is Talia yeah. Fenland. Uh, she's riding in great form. And, uh, yeah, I think it's uh, a great thing that she's involved with the month stable. And, and uh, you know, she would be learning so much, Chris, just being yeah. based there in Brisbane with the Munts camp. As I say, um, two outstanding jockeys in Alan Russell and Chris Munts. And uh, there's just so much so much knowledge that can come from them. It, it's, uh, yeah, they're just... just them talking about races and the speed of races and and how to put horses into races it's uh talia would be able to take so much from uh just spending time with those guys and uh yeah i'm sure it's uh she's just going to keep getting better and better yeah and she's a great little jockey just needs some a bit of a run on and when she gets that run on the winners will be flowing as they have been in the past so good luck to talia yeah, there's there's no doubt that um, those apprentices that uh, you know they they get their claim and then make the move to town and and get uh, you know that 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 time of the year when trainers really focus on using apprentices and claiming. Obviously, down south in in winter, it was always uh, it was always the thing. You'd get to winter and and claiming apprentices would be um, yeah they they would be ride the bulk of the winners because it it just. Uh, well, it's a huge thing, isn't it, when you're taking three kilos off one's back, and and especially like we see in south down south on wet tracks, uh, it's uh, worth so much to you. Definitely, couldn't agree more. Rightio, let's get a break out of the way. We'll come back on the other side. It's tipping time. I can't even remember how I went last week. Uh, uh, well, but... I haven't done the numbers for a couple of weeks, so you're not going to find out today. Okay, rightio. Well, that's okay, but we will have tips uh, ready to tip up a storm this weekend. We'll get JD on the line, the Aquas tipping superstar. Dynamo. We'll be back on the other side. Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland breeders' number one supporter. You're listening to the Darling Download on SEN Track. It's tipping time and we are all ready to tip up a storm. Uh, it's our last segment on the Darling Down Low as I welcome the tipping superstar from Aquas, Jonathan Davies. JD, are you feeling lucky this week? Morning, guys. Yeah, I think it's uh, going to be a good day. Well, it's got, uh, we've got a go on, Chris. I can't give you an update because I haven't done the numbers for a couple of weeks. I've had a few issues with uh, my spreadsheet. So I guarantee you I will give you an update next week, but I don't think there's been any big movers or shakers. But before we get to the tips, remember Sammy and JD, who I'm sure you know this anyway, Aquas is home to Queensland's 2022 leading first season side, The Mission, and Aquas is your source for two-year-old speed, standing seven well-credentialed stallions. Visit aquasfarm.com. You little beauty. Let's kick off with uh, Toowoomba tonight. I am going race two, number two, Turbo Art. Looking for Talia Fenland to give this a good ride from a tricky gate with a bit of luck. I think third up. It is ready to win. JD, what have you got for us? Uh, race one, number five, Calgary King. I'm pretty impressed with last two wins. And I think it will keep on its winning way. I'll go race four, number seven, Porky. Tony Golan trains. Uh, and in a ride, dropping plate, I think, looks well placed. 
I saw Porky in there. I thought thought it was uh, looked a, a good hope in that race. Now, Eagle Farm, I am with race seven, number nine, Lolly Yates. Uh, I tipped this the other day. I you thought did. it ran fantastic. And uh, I reckon it's only got to run up to that and get a sweet run in the race. And uh, it's going to be hard to beat. So that's the way I'm going. What do you like at Eagle Farm, JD? Uh, I'm going to go to the two-year-old race. Basil Nolan Junior Memorial. Uh, going to go to the second emergency who's going to run Rock Rata uh, by Pierrata. Um, bit of a streak on a tip around for this guy, so I think he will run well at a decent price. Ooh, we like it. We'll... Yeah, we do. Uh, I'll go Eagle Farm, race one, number two, hold on, honey, you can jump, land on the fence, and that should be the end of it. Race one, number two. And to headquarters for me, put your house on this. Race eight, number two, gold trip. This will be winning. It is flying, this horse. Uh, yeah, I think this is going to be a great race. And this horse is, uh, he is going super. I'm very keen on gold trip. I am also at Flemington. I'm in the Gilgai Stakes race nine, number two, Sarp Sol. He was a good win first up, and he can win again. I am going to the Gold Coast on the poly track. Race two, number three, Zumarudi. Loves the poly. Will be, as Sammy would say, will be winning. <laughs> Outstanding. JD, thanks very much. Have a ripper weekend. Cheers, guys. You too. Thanks, JD. There is Jonathan Davies from Aquas. Crizzo, have you got a little credit there for us? Always, Sammy. Imagine what you could be buying instead for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Toowoomba tonight, I'll run through a few tips here. Race one, number three, Dr. TK. Race two, number two, Turbo Art. Race three, number five, Kwame. Race four, number four, drop the pilot. I know Paul said he's tricky. I think he'll win. Uh, so it was good to catch up with him on today's show. Race five, number two, bring the, uh, the boom. Race six, number five, drang a tang. And race seven, number five, she's worth it. They're my tips for Toowoomba tonight. Anything stand out to you, Chris o? Yeah, I like that one in the last you mentioned there, Sam. She's worth it. I think it'll be very hard to beat. So I'll stick with that one. That is us done and dusted for another week on the Darling Download. Thanks to Chris Nelson and Putters. Have a ripping weekend. Good luck.